and welcome to the Art for Your Heart podcast. You're listening to episode number three. We will be completing a new art therapy assignment every week for the whole of 2021. I'm your host. My name is Amanda Selvarajan. I used to be an art teacher, and I just want to make it really clear that I do not have a degree in art therapy. This is just a fun project, fun podcast, where we can take a journey together making different art projects that have a therapeutic value. Last week, the assignment was to draw yourself as a superhero. You created a list of skills, you chose one as your main superpower, and then did a drawing of yourself with the superhero symbol on the chest of the costume. I enjoyed this assignment because it made me take a skill uh, that I have and made me feel empowered uh, viewing it as a superpower. Uh, My skill that I decided to uh, focus on is my ability to feel emotions really deeply. Um, I experience the world in a heightened state of emotion, and I've always been like that since I was a little girl. And if I'm not careful, I tend to take on other people's emotions and not not be able to tell the difference between their feelings and my own feelings. Uh, Like when my daughters were babies, it was really painful to hear them cry. It would upset me a lot. And it was particularly hard because I was sleep deprived. And so, you know, putting up a boundary to, you know, separate myself from their distress was really hard. So for this exercise, I liked that I got to take that extreme empathy that I have and, uh, and make it a power. Uh, a lot of times being an emotional person is seen as a weakness. Uh, you know, I don't know how many times I got told too much, too much, you know, (laughs) tone it down, tone it down. And, uh, but with this assignment, I could turn it into something that is an asset, something that is unique to me and a way I can contribute to the world. And, you know, you wouldn't say to a superhero, oh, you know, you got the wrong special power, you poor thing. Uh, no, you just assume that whatever power they have is innately right for them and they can find a way to make a contribution to the world with that power. So. If you haven't done last week's assignment, there's always time. Uh, Please email me at artforyourheart at yahoo.com or post it with the hashtag artforyourheart2021 on Instagram. Before I talk about this week, I want to request some supplies for next week's assignment. So keep a lookout for a small cardboard box. Uh, I know I'm always putting cardboard boxes into recycling. And now is the time to set that box aside for next week's art project. So I'm thinking a box that is smaller than a cereal box, but bigger than a small box of raisins. So if you have, uh, also, if you have some paint or some old wrapping paper, either of those things would be good as well for next week. So a box, uh, maybe some paint, not watercolor paint and some old wrapping paper. For paint, you could do like tempera or acrylic. Oil won't work, 
and house paint won't work. I'm just trying to be really specific. <laughs> so uh, think about those items. So back to this week, we're going to create nature mandalas. And for me, the pronunciation is a little tricky. I looked it up on the web and I practiced. Uh, you can Google any term and the pronunciation, it will you know, speak it for you. And then you can respond. You can push the microphone button and repeat the word back to the computer and it will tell you if you're saying it right. Uh, so Mandela, <laughs> I had been saying it really wrong uh, for a while. So let's hope that this sounds better. I did some research and there is a ton of buzz about mandalas in the art therapy world. Most of the art therapy projects were involving drawing or painting mandalas. And we're gonna go the nature route and make a mandala out of materials found in the great outdoors. So this is going to be a temporary art project. This is not something that will last forever. The word mandala is a Sanskrit term that means circle. Visually, it can be identified as a circular design that radiates out symmetrically. So mandalas can be found in nature. You've got flowers, snail shells, eyeballs, tree rings. Uh, as far as man-made items, archery targets, hubcaps, manhole covers. And there are a lot of interesting theories about the significance of the mandala. And I'll just go through some of the quotes that I found. Uh, psychoanalyst Carl Jung calls the mandala a representation of the unconscious self. And on childhood na childhoodbynature.com, they have this quote. The mandala's pattern can be interpreted as a model for the organizational structure of life a type of cosmic diagram. We are both the microcosm and the macrocosm. We are all part of its intricate design. So I like both of those ideas, um, representation of unconscious self um, and the concept of microcosm and macrocosm. Um, I don't know if I'm quite wrapping my head around it, but they both sound really good. <laughs> On artfulparent.com, they mentioned that the, quote, the Mandela is the first identifiable form that toddlers start drawing as they move from scribbles to more realistic drawing, end quote. I've always thought that was really neat to um, acknowledge that children go through developmental stages with their drawings. And it's fascinating to compare the different ages of children and how some people, um, depending on, you know, how their brains are wired, they continue to draw a certain way as they get older. Um, as an art teacher, you know, when I had um, high school students and I would give them instructions and they would draw something totally, totally different from what I was uh, doing, you know, and what 99% of the class did, um, art is such a great way to evaluate uh, what's going on with the brain. So um, one of the first things is uh, circles and the desire to draw circles just makes sense. They're just super pleasing. I love drawing circles over and over and over. That's one of my main doodles. 
And lastly, in the book Mandela for the Soul, they say, quote, creating a mandala can provide a pathway to meditation and centering, giving the artist a focal point to direct his or her energy and thought. The act of drawing, painting, or otherwise creating a mandala can also teach essential self-soothing skills. In other settings, mandalas can be used in conjunction with other exercises to facilitate emotional expression and give the artist the visual representation of a confined area in which to place his or her anxieties, frustrations, fear, or anger. So doesn't this project just sound like a really good, timely project right now, creating a confined area where we can place our anxieties, frustrations, um, frustrations, fear, or anger, you can also put positive emotions into that because uh, you're going to be creating something orderly and beautiful and something that can give you a sense of peace. Now for the project, let's take a step outside. So you can go in your own yard or go on a nature walk in your neighborhood or go to a botanic garden. And you're going to collect items from nature to use in your temporary mandala. And if you're not in your backyard, remember to observe the leave nature as you found it rule. You don't wanna pick flowers or pull leaves off of trees if you're in a public space. Uh, you can look at the ground and there are often a lot of leaves or flowers that have already fallen off if you are in a public space. And after you have collected a good 20 to 30 items, you can begin your creation. So you're probably going to want to bring a bag or box, something to place all of your items in. Then you're going to take one item that is going to be the center of your circle. A bigger item might work best. It's up to you. And then form a tight ring around it with um, another item. You could, you know, let's say at the center of your circle you had a rock. And then let's say the first ring around your rock, you wanted it to be acorns. And then you realize that you don't have enough acorns. So maybe alternate acorn, leaf, acorn, leaf, you know, all the way around. Or two acorns, leaf, two acorns, leaf. Uh, some kind of pattern. And then you continue that way and with a total of five outer rings that will give it a more finished look. Uh, when you're done, take a photo and if it's appropriate, you can leave your mandala for other people to enjoy. But make sure that you take a moment to really look at it and think of an emotion that you want to place inside of it. It could be hope, it could be joy, it could be something else. Uh, really look at your creation. What shapes do you see? Uh, what patterns did you make? Um, notice the different colors. Uh, think about how those colors make you feel. Lots of different things that you can do while you're observing your creation. And if you enjoy creating your nature mandala, you can take this activity indoors and create mandalas using household objects. You could do themed mandalas with bathroom items, nail polish bottles, 
arrange them on a towel with a shower loofah at the center. You could uh, make a mandela with office supplies, paper clips, tacks, pencils, erasers. Get out your toolbox, get out some nails, screws, bolts. Um, lots of different ways that you can get creative with household items that you already have. And if you come up with a creation that you are super pleased with, I would love to see it at uh, artforyourheart at yahoo.com or Instagram, artforyourheart2021. Um, it's a little different making something that is not permanent. Part of the assignment is really the process and enjoying place in the items and you know, finding calmness in the intention of creation. So I hope you're able to enjoy that part of it. For your time limit, give yourself about an hour for the nature walk and the creation of your mandala. And you can definitely create more than one. See which ones you like best, make them small, make them big, um, lots of different options here. So make sure to take a photo of your creation. And uh, remember, I post my creations on Saturdays on the Instagram. And I post new episodes on every Sunday. Next week, you'll need a small to medium-sized cardboard box and some paint or old wrapping paper because we're going to be covering the box. So we can either paint the box or you could take wrapping paper and wrap it, you know, take the old wrapping paper, turn it inside out, and then draw on the wrapping paper with um, marker. So that's what we're going to be doing with those supplies. So please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast so more people will know about it. Uh, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, and lots of other podcasting platforms. Thank you so much for listening, and let's go make some nature art.